0: I your father. I am your teacher. I take you by the bosom and I lead ya. I can't really figure out this music. Like I know it's silence, silence but I mean I've done the German art house shit. I'm yeah. trying to do like, like it's kind of like a like a Dollar General Trent Risner kind of thing too, where you can be like, I want to suffocate you like an animal. Oh, let's. A-
1: yeah. It's a scream. It's uh, it's creepy and
0: retro and just like us. Here in slash you. Want to fuck you like a animal. animal. No, I was trying to think of something more kind of dollar generally thread resnery. <laughs> I want to fuck you like a uh, a vacuum cleaner.
1: Mm. I don't know. know. Should we start over? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Really. (laughs)
0: Hello, everybody, and it's
1: another episode of Slash You.
0: Slash You, where your good friends Nick and Andy come to the rescue and uh, just talk to you. Really want to we comfort you with our words?
1: I hope so. We take you through the cheesiest and campiest in all of human history slasher
0: horror movies. So whether you're by yourself or with with someone you love. Make pleasure with each other and listen to us. Right. Make pleasure with each other. Make pleasure with each other. <laughs> uh, Nick really wants somebody to have sex
1: to our podcast.
0: Sensual you.
1: Yeah. You can email us the details at <laughs> slash you podcast pictures. at gmail.com. Check out <laughs> slash you underscore podcast on the Instagram. Check out go. the Facebook page and uh, website slash you podcast.com and um, Still, still plugging away at that. Uh, if you see any links to Amazon on the website, uh, click them and then order something on Amazon. You'll be helping out the show. So, we come to you this week with episode one hundred twenty-five.
0: What? Hey, we're at the quarter-century mark. One
1: hundred twenty-five episodes. Of slash that's, a, that's a
0: quarter century. That's, quarter century. That's a century plus a quarter.
1: Yes, it's one one and a quarter century. One and a quarter right. century. Hey, yeah.
0: Andy, you know what I want to talk about real quick too? It's a milestone or something? Yes. Okay. We please. I have so 125 episodes we've done. Yes, over this, the course of three, a little over three years. Correct. We're getting kind of smart about film. I think. I think so. I think this uh, I know, gives us our
1: unofficial doctorate in film.
0: Yeah, I know. I know what a key grip does. <laughs> okay, that I makes know one of us. what a
1: script supervisor does. Me too. I know that much. Yes,
0: and I know what a casting couch is.
1: Mm-hmm. I knew that before episode one. <laughs> Because well, I, I, I had to make my way through college somehow.
0: So. I'll be, who directed this? <laughs> we haven't even t- named the movie yet. Well, who's the director of this movie? The we're director
1: doing? of the movie we're doing is Taryn Parsons.
0: Taron Parsons he he it last to, week too. He had to get on the casting couch to I make so. this movie. To yeah. get this movie produced, <laughs> go ahead. It's uh, okay. We'll go ahead and get into it. It's two. Uh, oh wait. Sorry, I do want to talk about this, and I'm only yeah. drinking coffee, not drinking beer. I understand. But I'm just so excited, because I, I, we'll have time. I've been watching two things uh, that I've wanted to bring up, and it's uh, John Carpenter's Suburban Scaries, Suburban Stories. Okay. It's John Carpenter. I don't know what he does behind it. I know he does the music, but they're just little episodes based on a true story hmm. about suburban terror. So, uh, like, true crime? No, oh, it, okay. it is kind of set up, kind of like where the person is like. Let me tell you the story of the Bunny Man from Fairfax, Virginia. Ooh, it's it's okay. The Bunny Man. Yeah, yeah, and it was one of the stories. Then another story was about like how this guy was having fucking visions of a girl dying of an overdose and being thrown in a river. It's where is these, this found? This they're true stories based. In Canada and in the United States, but yeah. it's kind of like they named it Suburban Scaries. But where can you watch it? Oh, thank you. Um, Hulu, I think. Okay.
1: On one of the streaming. Hulu library. or Prime? Okay. Hulu. Okay. Hulu. Who knew? Who knew on Hulu? Who knew? It's wanted to Hulu. bring
0: up this one, too. American Horror Stories. I have watched that.
1: Did you watch all four of them? Uh, no, but that is on Hulu, yes. And Which I one like did it. you watch? I think I like it better than the one that was on FX. Like
0: I didn't like this one.
1: Well, we haven't watched any like the newest stuff.
0: The new American I've Horror Stories it was it kind of felt like they threw it together. Oh, the first story is cool. It's about a best friend, sh- uh, a friendship that's made online. Yeah, then one's kind of about an Alexa app. Okay, you know, which is kind of goofy. The last one they did though was fucking horrible. About organs being stolen or something. Ugh. Like, like you know that old that, 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 that old urban legend, but they kind of upgraded a little bit. Okay. You know, you fall asleep and wake up in a dumb. bathtub
1: with stitches on your
0: back. Yeah, I mean it was it just. I don't like the American horror stories. I, I yeah. kind of like that Black Mirror thing like where it's yeah. just one story, A
1: self-contained story. Yep. Yeah, you don't have I to f- got to watch 16 of them Thank beforehand. You. Thank just you. watch this one. I, yeah, Black Mirror are the same same yeah. deal. Some I, of the Black
0: Mirrors are really good. Some yeah, of that's them are what like, Jones meh. was saying. I'm I'm not really stoked on the American horror stories now right. again and the John Carpenter suburban Scaries but I I'd like to get other people's opinions, especially yours, like, you know, check them out. I will. The Suburban Scaries, I think that one is on Peacock, now that if I know that the Mm. American Horror Stories is on Hulu. That said, Mm -hmm. who knew Hulu? (laughs) Go check them out. I mean, it's it's just, you know, as we're wrapping up Halloween, it's obviously November now. Right. It is. It is. Isn't that weird? Welcome to November. And I just kind of wanted to get that out of the way. I made some quick notes to kind of just jump around about how I watched uh, some of this shit during Halloween. But... More importantly, we're going to talk about a movie that we watched. It's kind of piggybacking on the one that we did last week. It's directly piggybacking on the one we did. It's not kind of. Kind of. <laughs> From 2015, one hour, 32 minutes. Hey, Ride 2. Hey, Ride. Like, if, if your friend's name was Ride and you wanted yep. to say hi, hi to him. Yep. Hey, Ride. Is that what this movie's like? <laughs> <laughs>
1: this movie's like if your friend's name was was ride and you wanted to say hi to him from across a room at a party hey ride
0: how's the wife man isn't your kid starting fifth grade now hey
1: ride oh jeez
0: no, so like if, if 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 your friend Ride was like, hey, can you go get me a couple slices of pizza? Then mm-hmm. you could say like, and that you're at the, then you're at the pizza counter and you're like, oh shit, did he say one or two? And then your friend's like, I think he said two. So you'd go, hey, Ride, two? And he'd be like,
1: yeah, two. <laughs> I, this is fun. This is, this is the whole podcast this, this week. is it. Okay, thanks it for tuning It would be better in.
0: than the movie. <laughs> it really <laughs> would. Sorry, Hayride 2. Talking to your friend, Rod, about yeah. pizza slices would be fucking way better than this yeah, movie. I'm so
1: sorry. Uh, Taron Parsons, um, you caught lightning in a bottle with the first one. Did he? No, but <laughs> what I'm saying is sequels aren't always necessary.
0: I, I wrote this. This is so rad that you brought that up because yeah. I actually wrote this. I was like, oh, boy. This is exactly what I wrote. Oh boy! Hey, Andy, aren't sequels in our genre supposed to be more gory and more booby booby, mm-hmm. like more bo- like boobs and yeah, they're supposed to go farther, further, yeah. than what we have
1: seen, yeah, and and this
0: one absolutely did not.
1: No, in fact, it violated like its own, like its own um, narrative, if you want to call it that. Do you remember in Hayride One? last week when Steven (laughs) and Amanda are in the barbecue restaurant eating invisible barbecue invisible
0: barbecue yeah
1: (laughs) meaning that's not a real thing it's just that the budget didn't have call for actual they couldn't afford two barbecue sandwiches bread that had you know, sweet baby rays on it.
0: <laughs> they can afford the bread. Yeah, but the bread.
1: The but not the barbecue. Anyway, they were in the did you remember when he was talking about the the story of Pitchfork and Dead Bones Bloody Face oh, yeah, 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 sure, 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 And he says and she says like, Oh, so they have a lame backstory. And and Steven specifically says like people don't come to this thing for the story. They come here to get scared. They don't care about, you know, the the plot and and any deeper meaning. Well, Hayride Two <laughs> Attempted on several spots to like teach us a lesson and talk to us about life and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and just get to the killing. Exactly. And this movie is all just one big backstory. Yeah. As much as Nick and Andy, your professors here over at the slash U uh, campus, yeah. love backstories, this one just, I mean, you can have a little bit too much of something. You can. Yeah, and but I got to tell you if you're somebody who's in need of like
1: some motivation or some, you know, some inspiration and some a pep talk, there's a couple of spots where they try that in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to we're going to endure. We're just going to make it through and our problems aren't going to get us down and we're going to get better. Things going to be better.
0: Pop Morgan told me that there's demons and monsters. <laughs> demons, demons and are monsters are the one that you can, you can beat inside you. <laughs> monsters are the ones with two legs Stand right next to yeah, you monster. The
1: only oh, monsters God. you gotta worry about are. Yeah this movie really jacks itself off
0: Dude, dude this, this movie Seriously Andy this movie is like If that same goth kid from last week yeah. Wanted to make a sequel to Hayride mm-hmm. He did it But instead of making it better than the first one He made it worse mm. This is what this fucking movie like You're probably right I mean, there's no. I, I, you get a little side boob. Amanda's shows a little side boob in the very beginning, but.
1: That's it. There, there isn't any drug use either.
0: No. I mean, yeah, there was more drug use in the first one more drinking and more partying. Mm hmm. You know, right before the height ride. Yeah. You hey, know, ride. So, Yeah. So <laughs> this is like, it's, it's kind of funny because you remember. Um, Uh, if our true fans of Slash You, and we did Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Mm -hmm. And you remember that movie. That movie only had five minutes of new footage yeah. Everything yep. else was so just it was a big fucking... rehash of Silent Knight Deadly Night. <laughs> <laughs> this one doesn't go as far as that, but no. it did, It does do a little recall yeah, uh, about that. But um, if you're ready, if there's anything I else, I- I'm ready to kind of get into the. Super ready, friend. So let's go ahead and get into two, two, two. two. <laughs> hey, Ride. Did you want two pieces of pizza? <laughs> Cliff Kill. <Kale? laughs> no, whoa, 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 whoa. It's brought to you by Cardigan Sweaters. Ooh. If you want to stay warm, and look hip at the same time. Go find you a nice cardigan sweater. And now, 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 Andy's motherfucking cliff kill. No totes, oh, toes,
1: Thank you, cardigan sweater. <laughs> Pull over. It's a cardigan. Thanks for noticing. Um, Dumb and Dumber. That's the. It's my favorite. <laughs> Favorite cardigan joke in all of cinematic history. <laughs> How Ball could there be over? a better? The How could there like, be a better one? Over. He's like, <laughs> it's, it's a cardigan! cardigan. Thanks! we <laughs> noticing it. Uh, uh, that was good. It took me a minute because when I was a kid, I didn't get it. But uh, as I watched it uh, later in life. Anyway, the Cliff Kill Notes brief summary of the movie so you can follow oh, along. I'm really excited about these notes there, too. I was thinking about I it. don't have a lot of Cliff Kill Notes because. There's not a lot to say here. Uh, We take a stab at him? We pick up, (laughs) take a take a pitchfork stab at it. Yeah, take a pitchfork at it. Uh, This is available on Tubi and other free platforms. Uh, We pick up right after the end of Hayride One. Pitchfork, pitchfork. The killer isn't dead. A.K.A. uh, Rayburn, the old farmer Sure Not dead And instead he stalks our heroes as they gather themselves at the local hospital Steven and Amanda uh, and Corey are all beat up from the events of the night before And um, Pitchfork ends up getting away and stalking the hospital He's still out for Amanda Thinking, you know, in his deluded mind that she's like some form of his daughter Who got away back in the day Thank you And uh, we're going to learn more about that backstory As they try to catch him and take him down I
0: mean, that's all there is to it. <laughs> They're real, you're, you're exactly right. Because one thing I will say, what I like about these movies, much like our buddy Adam Green over yeah. there in uh, Hatchetland, Hatchet. he would leave his movies right where they left off. And I love that. So they did yep. this good. So this one starts... Adam a- Green did it, like, to the second. To the second. Like, the Hatchet movies, like, ended
1: abruptly. And yeah, then the next it- one would pick... Right. up. So
0: those three movies was really just like over three nights, right. maybe. So one I, big movie. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. This one is very similar. Maybe not to the to the to mark, the, but it's yeah. November first. Agreed. It's the next day yep. uh, where we left off of. Is he is he dead? Nope. From the in, the ending of the first one. So, and this is this story, Andy. This story is all about Pitchfork, baby. <laughs> um, just like our professor Andy said uh, earlier, that this movie. It's supposed to be simple, but this movie is not simple. I'm going to be asking questions. Um, I hope you stay with us. I hope you got to watch it. If you didn't, I at least hope you got to watch the first one. If you didn't, just stay with us. We try to do our best for you. We're going to spoil the whole thing. Yes. We're, we're we're very much cinephiles, so we are better than this movie. <laughs> and we uh, wear really tight pants, yep. and um, we paint our fingernails black. All of that. Um, True. It starts off with two kids running around the opening, and they're running around a cornfield. Um, and I knew right away, I knew right away it's supposed to be a little Corey, little Steven. His boys, young yeah. boys. Yep. And so this is where my first question comes to you, Andy. It really makes sense. It just shows two kids playing around and, you know, my mom, my daddy told me never to go in that house yeah. or be around here yeah Corey says we're not supposed to play back there i, I want to know do you think if you had a date if you were going on a date like we, we were single dudes and we were going on a date yeah would you wanted to say like hey babe why don't you come over and watch a movie tonight do you think you could put on hayride too without knowing that they never saw hayride the first one um no i don't think i would
1: <laughs> i mean i guess you could <laughs> I don't think that's the movie
0: I would go to. Well, okay, you only had two choices. you could either watch Hayride one, or no Hayride two. two, no. You could either watch Hayride two uh-huh. or Hubie Halloween. Oh, of course, man. you're not gonna watch Hubie Halloween. So you had to I'm put on Hayride two. So no. I can make out with her. You no, know, okay, we're you not talking base. about we're not talking about smooching to <laughs> not stuff. Netflix and chill. Oh, no, this okay. is. I'm saying, would you need to see the first one Cheryl. to get this one?
1: Oh. I- you don't need to see the first one yeah, to get this one. So you do not because you're right that we have the the two boys running through a cornfield. Uncle Morgan's echoey voice from the first movie talks about Pitchfork.
0: Yeah, he's and Rayborn, Farmer Rayborn, who lives there. Let's yeah. go ahead. He is Pitchfork. That's he. He was Farmer Rayborn. Farmer Rayborn, but now, Rayburn, but now yeah. he became Pitchfork. The, don't you
1: know the way they do this is enough to get you caught up. You don't have to see the first movie. We have got a, a young. Little boy Corey says, "We're not supposed to play back here." We yeah. cut to a close-up of the old burlap bag mask burning, and uh, over the opening credits, there's flashbacks to shots of the first movie with voiceover from uh, Deputy Windsor. Um, lines from uh, talking about, you know, the, the old legend of the farmer who went off the rails. You mess with his daughter, you mess with the pitchfork. Like that's the go. VO we're hearing here. Lines from the first movie. There's the flashback to that convict. Uh, Who escaped in the first movie Malcolm Yeah, Malcolm Gruber Whatever his name was (laughs) Not important Not important But there's flashbacks to that And him getting strangled and killed by Pitchfork Because in the first movie it was a big mislead uh, Close-ups of different police paperwork And things like that And um, essentially a summary of the last movie
0: Really to hit the most important part too Pitchfork, Farmer Rayborn Loved his daughter That's really all, yeah
1: I loved my baby girl And we get that that last shot of the first movie with Deputy or uh, Detective Loomis unmasking yep. uh, Pitchfork, who's unconscious on the ground, and he's like, "Who is this?" And um, Deputy Windsor going, "Like, I know who that is. I know who that motherfucker is." Green goes black, and, and now then we come <laughs> up. We're in an ambulance. Present day, November first. I just wrote it had to be. Yeah, it's the next morning where they're trying to save uh, Rayburn. Pitchfork. Yeah. He's am- in the back of the ambulance. An
0: ambulance that's very uh, looks very similar to uh, the General Lee that was on uh, uh, Dukes of Hazard. Really? Yeah, the ambulance got Confederate flags on it. <laughs> uh, rolls on uh, black mags. No, I'm yeah. kidding. It's an ambulance, uh, and it's rushing. It's rushing, Ray- it's rushing Rayborn to the hospital. Yeah. And we have a driver, and we have an uh, uh, EMT attendant who is in the back helping uh, nurse uh, nurse. Pitchfork Rayborn, yeah, to keep him alive, patching him up, patching him up. Loomis and uh, Alabama Fat Cop, which we know is Windsor, Windsor. (laughs) Windsor, uh, They follow in a car behind the ambulance, right? And there is Andy. There is so much needless back and forth in this movie. A little bit. I, I, you know, I, 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 it was hard for me to keep up. Even second watch, second watch, I feel like I lost. I fast forwarded through a lot of. The I fast forward the whole fucking film. Yeah,
1: I watched it on fast forward. Well, Deputy Windsor is in the squad car with yeah. Loomis, saying like, you know, we've fucking caught the boogeyman here, or Dracula, or the devil himself, like. You hear those
0: stories, the stories they tell as this kids. is This is kind of cool. This yeah. is the guy. Like, we just caught that like, guy. He compared it to Bloody Mary. Did yeah. you ever go to a mirror and say Bloody Mary three Bloody times? Mary three Yeah, times? of course. Did it ever come to life? Did she well, ever no. come to life and start killing people? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, this he, one did. Windsor does
1: tell the story here about a car wreck that he came upon on Christmas Eve yes. years ago. story.
0: Where story time.
1: It's uh, It was a car wreck where the car was fully engulfed in flames. Yep. And he claims that he caught a glimpse, of what he thought was uh, pitchfork in the woods, near the car on fire, but it's just a glimpse, like the way some people would see a Sasquatch, <laughs> you know? Just did <laughs> a I Yeti. Did I see what I thought I saw? And that was it. And he tells uh, Loomis like maybe I was tired, maybe I, it was Christmas Eve and I didn't want to be there, yep. but it gave me the heebie-jeebies that if that fucking hermit maniac was right there. Because when I left that scene, I drove past that old house and I was fucking scared. And this guy's. You know, and and he, that's when the kids stopped calling him Rayburn and started calling him Pitchfork. And that's we smash cut to the ambulance as his eyes pop open. Dudes like Voorhees, I
0: mean, like just like Jason. every Friday the Thirteenth where Jason pops his eyes open. I mean, obviously this is, yep, you know, a love letter to Jason. A lot of. These uh, masked killer movies are love letters to Mr. Voorhees, but mm-hmm. Andy is correct. Uh, Pitchfork wakes up, and uh, so we're back in the ambulance, and um, he grabs that female EMT that's uh, nursing him. Mm-hmm. He throws her punk ass uh, out of the back door, uh-huh. and when he throws her out of the back door to her death, you know, just to tumble the street, doesn't that cause Loomis's and Windsor's car to kind of veer yeah, off the road and like wreck? holy fucking shit? Uh, yeah, yeah, because they. Right. They fly off the road into a tree. So um, as this chaos is happening, uh, Pitchfork makes his way to find some like small clip scissors or I think it's that suture or scissors. Or scalpel or, scalpel or something. They're suture it's scissors. scissors. They're small. Yeah. But Starts small stabbing the yeah, driver. Yeah. Small or not, if you gut someone in the neck like 10 times. He's stabbing, stabbing, yeah.
1: stabbing that driver, that ambulance. So he causes
0: the ambulance to flip over on its yep. side and, and crash. Pitchfork is now free. Yeah. Free to fly. <laughs> free to be himself. Myself. Free bird. fork,
1: free free <laughs> we, fork, free fork. Cut to the hospital, where Corey uh, sits, sits, sits waiting in the room, reflecting. Thinking basically, of his father. He's reflecting on last night, thinking of his dead dad and all of uh, all the other people got killed at the hayride. But
0: he's also thinking of his loving father Morgan. You know the you know Captain Morgan, who was of course in charge of the hayride. He was yeah. like, "I love you, boys." Yeah. I'd have sent you away, too, if I knew you, you you had the wits in you to get out of here. But I know you won't. Yeah. I know you'll say so. It's like, you know, he, tra- and he treated Corey like his own. He treated, no, he treated Stephen like his own. Right. Even though he was only, he was only my nephew, yeah. he was my boy, too.
1: You two are brothers. You're brothers. It's you're, family. You're not cousins. You're brothers. You might be both. We don't know. It's Alabama. <laughs> Hell, I could be your brother, dad. We don't know. Maybe I'm your dad or or your brother. Could be both. <laughs> We're not sure. Now go get stuck under that tractor. We're just, yes, we're going to make a bunch of fucking incest (laughs) jokes. Because it's the South. Again, uh, I, I did this last week. I apologize to any listeners in the South. There's, I'm
0: from the South. I was born and raised in North Carolina. There's incest up here in I Wisconsin, yeah, too. Yeah, I don't take offense we, to it.
1: In high school, we used to make fun of the kids from Phelps, Wisconsin. I grew up up near Eagle River. We'd be, we'd pick on Phelps because... No
0: one knows where that is, Andy. It's
1: in northern Wisconsin because... No one knows. The, the rumors room. were the incest was, was rampant in Phelps, Wisconsin. Those were the... <laughs> But Everyone's maybe it was just because like, it was a rival high school. We were like,
0: fuck you. you. Go to the family reunion to get a date. Did you hear that? Yeah. That's like six people turning off their podcasts. So what? <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. They listened for more than 20 seconds. That's all we need. So
0: no, I'm joking, but uh, I was like, where's Phelps?
1: Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> there, uh, yeah, Corey's memory's dead.
0: Yeah, uh, he's sitting alone. He's yeah. uh, but a nurse behind the desk takes takes notice of Corey. Like she's looking at him. She sees that he's kind of like in pain and sorrow. Right. She wants to comfort him by getting stuck in a dryer, nope. or under a bed, <laughs> or maybe in the trunk. She wants to get stuck somewhere where she nope. needs help getting unstuck. Nope. No? No, no, that's I what I got out of it. No, I don't think that was quite what happened. She did. She's like, <laughs> no. Corey, I'm stuck under this keypad. I dropped my pencil. And I dropped my pencil the under the desk and I'm stuck under the desk. Corey, oh, Jesus. stepbrother, come help me.
1: Just Google search uh, no. "step stepsister stuck" and see what <laughs> no, find, see what comes up. I Make sure believe. you turn off the filters, the family filters. <laughs> I
0: can't believe that that became like a a trope. I feel like that's your take taking advantage. It's a advantage whole genre. I know, but here's like if someone's stuck and they were like like Hey, Nick, I'm stuck. I would be like, "Okay, that's fine. Like yeah. even if they were in their pants Are you Are
1: you hurt? Yes. Are you called nine one one? I
0: would sit there and say, "Well, let me use my uh, let me see if my semen will help you get unstuck. Oh, Jesus. But that's what they're doing!
1: Yeah, I know. Well, we get sidetracked on stuck stuck porn. Anyway, back to the crash. Uh, Deputy Windsor is alive, but he's really hurt. Detective Loomis manages to get out of the squad car and go for help. Uh, the ambulance is totally trashed, and Pitchfork's gone. Basically, what I said. Yeah, so that's... That, uh, they established that, so... Windsor's hurt.
0: Windsor's hurt. Loomis goes to get help. and Loomis is like, you know, because he knows he can't get Windsor out, so he's like, I got to get to the hospital because obviously he knows probably that's where Pitchfork is headed because of Amanda. So we do head back to the hospital. And speaking of Amanda, she's putting on her shirt. Um, She's cleaning up. up. And you see a little side boobage. And Stephen and Corey are uh, outside in the waiting room waiting to get checked out by the docs. As she's uh, putting on uh, her shirt and massaging her side boob, she is reminiscing (laughs) about the previous night. Right. Terror cries. She's worried about her heart. baby. Yeah. yeah, that's right. She's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. We they laughed at yeah. the, the end five God. minutes of the movie. That was the. She's, please go back and listen to the last episode if you haven't already. The listened. last
1: five minutes of Hayride One was after the war- all of the panic and killing and death was over. They're laugh crying, and that's when she says to Stephen, "Like I'm pregnant," and that's when they make. And he's a joke like, "Now like, that's real no terrifying, terrifying. <laughs>
0: really terrifying."
1: I just had a pitchfork through my hand, and
0: <laughs> and my and my uncle and my, who I loved yeah, is
1: dead, and I watched so many other people get murdered in front of me. But
0: here's but, to the baby, haha! Let's chuckle about it. <laughs> um, but she eventually uh, joins Corey in the waiting room, and they both are waiting for Stephen and. Yeah. Uh, this is what pissed me off, and I, I I can't. I wanted to really dive into this scene with you. So, again, we we leave we leave Corey and Amanda in the waiting room. We go downstairs into an employee lounge. Yeah, a security guard and a brown faced fella. Uh, Let's gender. talk about this. Yeah. Okay, he's a janitor, Yeah, but you know that's makeup. It's like doing blackface. Oh, really? Fuck yes. Excuse me. My... Now, why
1: you texted me is that
0: face? Yes. I thought he was really Hispanic. You... Oh, my God. No. Well, it if just people... shows how white I am. If, if you go to his ID know. page, dude's white as fucking, I guess he's whiter than you.
1: I guess I'm colorblind, Nick, because I didn't see it.
0: But anyway, <laughs> why do they have to do that? Why couldn't they just make him like, hey, I'm just why a Why fucking...
1: couldn't they just go down to Home Depot and hire a real Hispanic guy? What? Oh, Nick's making a face.
0: I'm just talking about why couldn't they just make him Why couldn't they just leave him how he is? Why I does he know. have to be Mexican? Well,
1: because he's describing Dia de los Muertos. He
0: could be a white guy describing Dia de los Muertos. Well, that would be cultural appropriation. You have he's talking to have, about it? I can't talk about slavery. No, you can't. You have to have an Hispanic. It's the rules these days. So this. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Come on. <laughs> anyway, so let's they get back painted to it. I, a guy brown face. They painted him brown face, and he's talking he's about. He's talking
1: about Dia de los Muertos, which funny. is November 2nd. Yes. The Day of the Dead.
0: but Because it's November 1st now, but I love how the guy calls it Scary Mardi Gras. Scary Mardi or Gras. Or Zombie Mardi Gras. Yeah, he
1: does. <laughs> the, 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 the security guard. He does, yeah. And, well, the janitor doesn't correct him. He's like, well, yeah, that's essentially yeah, what exact, it is. You know, exactly we have parades right, and we throw candy and we're dressed up as skeletons. I can't believe
0: they fucking so, painted his face to make it brown to make it look like. Well, the security guard's like, so you get that day off? for? Yeah, or don't they, they they, give I you thought you were going to go throw candy.
1: You're going to go throw candy on uh, Scary Mardi Gras. Uh, an orderly comes by who's a, janitor. a real black guy, right? Yes. Well, oh, I called him an orderly because he had scrubs. Oh, that's, you're right. Then. I thought he was like a hospital orderly.
0: You're, you're exactly right. Uh, I would say that the brown face stereotype was a janitor, janitor. Or kind of like a fixer and, upper. And the security guard's a white dude. Screwed by white dude. Need yeah. to point all
1: this out. So I yeah, guess.
0: we got a we got a plethora of fucking diversity down there. But let's be honest, two <laughs> are white, one rainbow. are black. Yeah, one is white, one is a brown face, and one is an yeah. African American gentleman. I think the African American gentleman
1: was gay too, which just hits them all.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think so. And I think the brown-faced guy identified as a uh, them and they. And this is all 2015 too. Yeah. So very progressive for the. Time. All joking aside, I was really, bu- I was really bummed that they they painted this guy's face. I was like, yeah. this is it, 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 what? And he had a, a fake accent. Yeah, he was like, "Hello, my name is Nick Binkin. I host the Doing a thing. his best, Danny Trejo. I go host the a, a podcast about slash you. Yeah. Hold on, you want to hear my really good Mexican? Mm-hmm. This is me. This is my uh, Mexican accent. Go ahead. Hey, how are you? Do you want a burrito? I love with the tacos. I'm a plumber from New York. <laughs> with my brother Luigi. That's what you sound like. You sound like an Italian. Here's my Australian. Hey, do you like a <laughs> veggie bite? I All like right. a... Okay. Um,
1: this will definitely get us canceled. The orderly, good thing we're not on YouTube. We'd be demonetized immediately. <gasps> I don't care. Uh, I mean,
0: I can't... It's just... Yeah.
1: Well, the orderly, Ugh. just like, I'm on my way upstairs. And the security guards, do you got time for a little... Smoky smoke, yeah, man. They want to go out. They want to go out and have a cigarette. I thought it was drugs. I thought he was like, do you have time for a little like, you know, weed?
0: Yeah, but it's just a simple cigarette. That would have been, I think, better because they would have been
1: way better. They
0: go to, they go to, you know, burn one down. But this, yeah, this is like the let's go shower next to the lake scene you know like 100%. hey let's go to the shower and take off my top and <laughs> and 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 in the thunderstorm you know this is exactly what's setting up you know pitchfork is back in the hospital yeah. you know these two um are about to die and andy that's exactly what happens the janitor yeah. forgets his smokes the jan the the orderly was like oh shit thank you thank you i left you. my smokes back you. in the thank break room you. thank you yeah. he goes back
1: Security guard goes outside, lights up. As the orderly comes back, he notices uh, clearly a banging against the, the exit door. Somebody's getting banged because he can hear, oh Uh, 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 grunting and somebody's getting banged you can clearly (laughs) tell somebody's not being literally like banged in a fun way it's uh it's the security guard's body being bashed against the door and this dude tries to open it but he can't and we cut to the outdoor security camera footage of him pushing the door open and the security guard's dead body falling yep and the orderly gets tackled by by uh pitchfork and there's two dead right there. Two dead right there. Pitchfork so, has entered the hospital.
0: Pitchfork is back. Guess who's back? And back in the waiting room, Steven is actually uh, with the gang now. All is good. He's really more concerned about Amanda. You know, he's got some, you know, rehab he's going to have to do. Yeah, they bandaged up his hand. Yeah, but, Remember I mean, his th-
1: hand got stabbed yeah. straight through.
0: This is really just a quick scene where they're all just comforting each other and making says, sure that I don't have any Dane Bramage. <laughs> yeah, I, I that was that a brain damage? Yeah, I've heard that a million it's times. Funny a joke. It's I've Oh, because of yeah, your back, skateboarding accidents? Back, no, back when I was five years old it was you, funny. You had any dame damage? I I, 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 I would not have said. I feel like I've known you for a while now, and we've done. I did not think that would make you laugh. If someone would said, if catchy. we played the Newlywood game, and someone funny. said Nick did Andy <laughs> laugh at Drain Bramage, I'd been like, absolutely not. Uh, Great looking game show host, and you would have put the sign. You'd have flipped the sign and goes, Nick, I did laugh. I, would I have chuckled like, quietly to myself, and then I would have been like this, Andy, really, and we would have gotten a little fake fight, and mm-hmm. then and and uh, wink Martin down, been like, ha ha ha, you too, yeah, and then we would have kissed. Hey, so. Radar. Hey, Radar. Hey, Ride 2.
1: <laughs> hey, Ride 2. A so, uh, nurse
0: calls Amanda.
1: She you, and Steven go to get checked out.
0: Yeah, because they're really checking for the heartbeat of the baby. Heartbeat of the baby. And uh, so that's what they're going to do. But back at the Hey, Ride kill scene on you know actual Halloween night. Outdoors, yeah. Yeah, cops Dayton and other cop whose name I forget uh, get the news that the ambulance never made it to the hospital.
1: That was funny because Dayton... Uh, is like, well, Windsor could fuck up a cup of coffee, so maybe he fucked fuck this up too.
0: Yeah, they're thinking that it just, they don't, you know, they're like, exactly what Andy yeah. said. They don't think that all this, you know, pitchfork is back and causing no, chaos in the, in the small town. So let's go find it. And um, Loomis is, they cut to Loomis walking down the road. I guess he flags down a, uh, he's a black guy waving a, a gun. black guy in Alabama. Waving a gun. Was he waving a gun? Yeah, he had a gun in his oh. hand. And so he's uh, like this, and and so they're like, "Yeah, I'll pull over for this guy." This
1: car stopped for him, which is highly unlikely. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm Uh, not gonna believe that. But Loomis was clearly just getting help. Um,
0: (coughs) Then we have back at the hospital that nurse.
1: This is Nurse Terry, I think was her name.
0: But she is, uh, she wants to comfort Carrie to make her move. I think she has a thing for Corey. Yeah. So automatically, she walks over and dives underneath a chair and gets stuck. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> anyways okay i'm it's joking it's a very it's long, boring as fuck. Drawn Thank you, Andy. long drawn out long drawn out scene boring as fuck
1: about grief and how she sees people coming to the hospital all the time and the, the family oh. members who've lost people and it's definitely a fast forward moment
0: the moment. phone is ringing i'm like yeah. Bish, get up and answer the phone <laughs> do your job dude and she i mean seriously it rings like five times and she's like Corey. and another thing i like your arms and i think you're cute well cory is a a specimen, like he's a, you know, he's
1: a jack. Did you know dude. he filmed he's this two days
0: after he's got his guy has wisdom teeth pulled? Did no. you know because you notice how big his jaw is? I didn't notice that. Oh, Yeah, well, mm-hmm. no, I. You made that up, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I made it up, but because son it, of a bitch, it looks like he's got a fat fucking like. Oh, my name's Corey, I got a full jaw.
1: Well, this is three years later, so maybe he had some pizzas. So, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, Nurse it's, Terry just. Talk, like they, She knew him from school He was a few grades cares. Ahead of him Blah 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 We cut over to Steven and Amanda Checking for the heartbeat Little bit of suspense Can they find the heartbeat oh, Yes they, they do it. After 20 Yay. minutes Of
0: them sitting there Like crying We're all they're not happy
1: gonna... Um
0: the nurse, the nurse, nurse finally, Terry yes, takes a call at the desk. Go, yeah. You.
1: It's somebody needing a file from downstairs out of the archives. So she goes down to get it.
0: The acting is so. Uh, and this Corey is
1: a t- sees a commercial on TV with his dad, Morgan. Advertising Why is it still running? It's a mistake. Sometimes local TV runs those ads too long. It's a bad media buy. It is. It's a bad media buy. We used uh, to do that when I worked at the TV station when I was uh, younger, um, People would want their commercials to run, you know, during certain dates. But then sometimes, like, it's our Memorial Day sale. and It ends on Monday, Memorial Day. And, it's, and then it ends in September. It airs on, like, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. That's all I mean. So, yeah, it's Morgan being like, come on down to
0: the hayride, blah, 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 which causes Corey to Corey's just up, like, god cry. damn, that's so, that's my dad, <laughs> that's my daddy. Did you notice that the actor who played Morgan Richards Tyson's hair is, like, noticeably shorter than in the... It's yeah. like it's like seriously, I'm like, because he probably did reshoot some scenes for this, but sure. the, I want to take this moment to pause on the podcast to say this. Okay, some of the best acting. We need to bring back the slashies. We haven't. That was such a fun idea that when we were really young and professional and really had the baby podcasters, the baby podcasters, and we, the world was our oyster. And yeah. now we're just like old and disgruntled cinephiles. We're jaded, jaded. Know? But this is the moment where I want to say this acting in this movie is fucking only thing that saved it. Really. Yes. Oh. Fake fact news. Yeah, Holy shit, man. I don't I, agree at all. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, sometimes I can get more out of a second watch. Yeah. Like I remember t- I texted you. I told Jody. I was like, I got to fucking watch this. And then there's been a couple of those, yeah. maybe more than a couple, where I'm like, fuck, I got to watch it again. But this one really bummed me out. Yeah, I didn't like it a second the second time. Sometimes, yeah. like, uh, like uh, we'll bring up again, uh, Axe Burning with Hackley. Second watch, I got so much more out of it. I enjoyed it more. Much yeah. like, yeah, much like Anchorman. First yeah. time I saw Anchorman, this is fucking dumb.
1: Then the <laughs> Napoleon eight, Dynamite.
0: The, the 18th time I saw it. But anyway, um, so, yeah. we're back to... Um uh, the, the, the hospital right. we, we get back to our racial stereotype Brown face Brown face janitor The janitor um, A long drawn out scene of him Just kind of doing his work But it is a great kill Hashtag steam face He's in the utility area
1: Boilers nope. Hot pipes Air conditioners And all that shit I mean the long and short of it Pitchfork jumps him And shoves his face against a really hot pipe and mm-hmm. burns his face until love, he's dead.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't have any dick, Schil- dick kill shots in this one, but no, that I mean, definitely is yeah. an awesome really cool because his head kind of pulls yeah. back
1: from the pipe, which you see like his skin coming off, and then you know, he just he's dead.
0: You think about this, and I know we mentioned this in the original Hayride. If this movie would have busted out, maybe like one boob shot and a lot more gore, you know, we'd be fucking more stoked I'm on this. all about
1: it for sure. But yeah.
0: But uh, back with the lame couple, uh, Stephen and and Amanda. Amanda, fuck. They talk. They fuck. No, they they talk. If they they, did that, I would have liked the movie more. (laughs) But they didn't.
1: She slept on the couch. In the first movie. Yeah,
0: they talk baby names and sex the baby,
1: it's bum boring just
0: shit. Flirty, a flirty argument about yeah.
1: names whether or not it's a boy or girl.
0: Steven has to go see the doctor, I guess, again to make sure that his uh pitchfork hand is okay and probably and check it, his head out, check out for concussions and whatnot. And this is when Andy hit me up when we were watching, he was like, You're gonna hate this movie and I was or you you know, and I was like part of this movie, I was like, What's going on? And yeah and it's the truth. If you are true fans of our arts <laughs> and have heard our <laughs> podcast in the past, we always question why like in busy Cities, uh-huh. uh, very much like the uh, with the remake of um mannequin a maniac yes. with uh the Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood running around downtown LA. No one's there. This yeah. hospital. Even though it's small town, sure. But yeah. you think about the tractor accidents, meth lab explosions, mm-hmm. all the girls getting stuck in washing machines, <laughs> you would think they'd be fucking busy. There's nobody in this
1: hospital. There is no one in this hospital. Uh nurse Terry getting that file out of the archives. There you go. She is Downstairs I guess there's I guess they're doing a remodel in the hospital cuz there's buckets with paint and materials building materials laying around but you're right Nick nobody else around and she spots pitfork he comes walking in from I guess the boiler area she freaks out hides around a corner yeah it's a chase scene and it's a chase scene he discovers her she runs she even tries putting a broomstick through the the one set of doors The yeah. door handles And he just Pushes through it Like sure. it's a toothpick Yeah of course it. He's, yeah. Uh, She gets all the way To a freight elevator As pitchforks Right on her ass And she closes Those freight elevator You know gate Just as he sticks His uh, broomstick through And that's not a metaphor For his weenus It's yes. An
0: actual broomstick Yes And stabs her in the gut I guess he would have a penis. Um, <laughs> I. She's not quite dead yet, though, nope. no, Andy. Cause she back, manages to hit the button. She. So the elevator goes upstairs back to the empty-ass fucking hospital. Dead Nurse Terry crawls out. Nobody's there. I guess people are through the door where they're like, you know. They, Their you know, backs are turned. Yeah, kind of like, look at me. Yeah, and I'm she's right so close. Like, she couldn't muster a, a scream or a help. Yeah. Nothing. Um, it's drawn out, but Pitchfork finally gets up, grabs her, and uh, he must comes out of the stairwell. I guess. Yeah, and he and just grabs her grabs and takes her. her. Oh, Pitchfork! So. so she's dead. Yeah, she is no longer with us. Amanda is now walking the halls of this closed hospital. <laughs> she runs into a nurse, one nurse who you know kind of redirects her to the waiting room. Yeah. Five seconds later, Andy, you hear ah! the nurse explains the remodeling
1: as Amanda walks away. She hears a yelp and turns back to find a yelp. Pitchfork breaking the nurse's yeah, neck. That was. Cool. Cool. Amanda screams. Corey's in the waiting room. He hears it because there's no one else in the hospital to hear it, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and he runs. Uh, he runs to where he hear, heard the scream, and he comes upon Pitchfork carrying Amanda over his shoulder. And, and uh, this was awesome. Corey's like Rayburn. You know, he's pissed. Yes, He's fucking guy killed his dad. Rayburn. And uh, I love that Corey whips out a little pocket knife, like a little like four inch, five inch blade pocket knife. And tries to stab. Twelve inches. It's not twelve. It's tiny. It's a pocket knife. It's
0: twelve inches, dude.
1: That's not twelve inches. It's a little pocket knife. Twelve inches. Twelve inches is a foot. <laughs> this is a pocket knife. <laughs> he flips it out.
0: It's a, it's about thirteen inches. <laughs>
1: Agree to disagree Maybe millimeters And he, he tries to Stab What happens This is pretty This was pretty visceral Here the effects Cause um uh Pitchfork ends up You know Slamming Corey Against the wall And the whole camera Shudders And there's like Kind of a Booming sound effect That boom You know P- Pitchfork definitely Seems supernatural To me here well, he knocks Corey's you know, dings his bell, rings his bell. Yeah. Corey, Corey's kind of down for the count. Not dead, but, gets, but down.
0: You're right, because it does give Amanda time to run away as yeah. Corey is trying to do yeah. it. That's, that's the whole purpose while Corey's attacks him. So... Amanda gets to, gets I guess to a, a a staircase and hides behind a door. She just runs in and hides in the stairwell. And yeah. so she hears someone screaming, "Drop
1: the knife, motherfucker!" I assume it's a guard.
0: Uh, yeah, or a security. Yes, I wrote security guard slash cop. I didn't know, yeah. but you hear that you hear the gunshots. Do you think, oh, Amanda's safe? Fuck no! A pitchfork nope. fucking busts down that door, grabs Amanda, grabs and they her. run off past that dead cop security guard. There's some
1: security camera footage showing the dead <laughs> oh, uh, excuse me. the dead guard. So there's another death. Uh, Stephen comes out of his exam room where he was seeing the doctor to find a lot of people start yep. to kind of milling about. And this is where we, this is the most people we've seen in this fucking yeah. hospital. There's other guards telling everyone <laughs> I thought
0: it looked like an asylum, like people are walking yeah, around, like, Duh. Kind of milling
1: around and there's more guards <laughs> saying like, all right, everybody clear the hallways, clear the hallways. We're kind of, they're going on lockdown or whatever, because there's been some death. Uh, yeah. and, and Corey, or I'm sorry, Stephen is like, Holy shit. Uh, He sneaks around to the hallway where he finds Corey, uh, who's being attended to by some people, and um, Corey just quietly is holding a bandage to his head, and he's like, I tried.
0: I tried, brother. I tried, Steven. They got Amanda, and so, of course, he starts freaking out because he knows that pitchfork has stolen his... His baby. His baby mama. His baby and baby mama. So Pitchfork is back, Andy. The community knows it. And so we go. We head back to this uh, kind of cock-ridden, cocky, egotistical cop, Officer Dayton. Officer Dayton. Officer Dayton rallies his troops. And, uh, we, and and as he's rallying the troops, the voiceover, Winsor is kind of pull, brought into the hospital. He's yep. rolled in, so, you know, it's good to see that he's probably going to make be okay. it. okay. But who is this little Steven's girl crying. that yeah. Dayton is talking about? Because they wouldn't call Amanda. They wouldn't be like, there's a little girl out there. Like, like I wouldn't call someone over the age of, of 20 years old, I would say. Or even 18. I wouldn't call a teen. Like, maybe a teen, but I wouldn't even say from like, Even in the South? A little would, girl. Yeah. I don't know. I, Date, I, he's referring to Amanda. Is he? Who else? Because they find a dead girl later that's not Amanda in the woods. a day
1: ago, though. But it looks like she's been a dead a day or two. I, I- think that just the, over the radio it went out, like, he took a girl or he took a woman and he escaped. We got to go find that little girl. So Dayton's like, you know, it's you boys. Weird. It's
0: weird to me. I don't.
1: He's giving his cops a pep talk. You boys <laughs> got to go after him. He's got this little girl and he's even taken down a few of our own. You know, we got to do our duty. He says, we need to concentrate on finding that girl. I know you're all upset and you're all tired. We gotta find that girl Steven and Corey Reunite in the cafeteria They There's bond another, another boring ass scene Where they talk about Whatever the fuck
0: No it's that You know remember like <laughs> We would sit outside And we were scared As young boys And Morgan We'd That's go join our That's yeah. flashback Demo, Yeah d- Demons live inside you Demons monsters, live inside you You can find them Monsters walking walk two... Fast forward Fast forward Fast
1: forward Fast forward The fast only fast monsters forward, fast forward. You have to fear Are the ones that walk On two legs
0: This is a this, so what, We, we
1: call <laughs> Morgan's Words of wisdom <laughs> Yeah, cuts a pitchfork a man in the woods.
0: Yeah, he's, uh, he, ties he ties her up to a tree, and he um, decides, like, you know what, she's hungry, so I'm going to kill this bunny and feed her the kidneys. He grabs a bunny
1: that he was caught in a trap, I guess, that he laid, and kills it with his bare hands. He fucked the trap? No, not laid like that. He set the trap, I oh, guess. Oh, I laid, thought you said he laid, laid the, like, a trap. I thought you, yeah, not, the word laid doesn't always mean have sex. What else? I mean, what music? Like, it? Lay it down. Laid a
0: Oh, trap. I, sorry. I <laughs> you got you. Son of a
1: bitch. <laughs> I got you. Sorry. He obviously, uh, we know that Pitchfork <laughs> eats animals raw. He fucked a bear trap. He fucked a bear trap. No, he eats <laughs> dead animals that he kills. Yeah. Like I got he's you. like Michael Myers eating the dogs. I got you. He, and he doesn't cook them. And so he, he clearly set this trap, and it's a white bunny, which is pretty rare in nature, I would think. Anyway, uh, he just snaps his neck and he. Punches into the rabbit and pulls out a you know liver, heart, kidneys, whatever it is. Weenus. Tries to
0: force feed that you know to Amanda. He cares about Amanda. He tries to feed to, her. Yeah, keep and her she up. shows she shows her she shows her appreciation by doing what Andy getting free, grabbing a stick and whacking him on the side of the head so she can she uh, try to try to escape. So yeah, that's, he's just trying you know to, yeah fucking show a little thanks. He's trying to feed right, you. Probably right. hungry. I <laughs> haven't seen you eat, Andy. You got Hey, Andy, she's got a baby to feed. Yeah, she's eating she's for two. Think, you, know, yeah. you know, probably those, those rabbit kidneys probably would have been good for it.
1: Yeah, maybe if so, they were, you know, cooked. So, Did I tell uh, you my dog caught a rabbit last week?
0: Oh, really? Which one? Olive
1: in the front yard or backyard in the morning. Like, we're talking 5.15 in the morning. We let the dogs out in the back to get their pees and poops while we get their food ready. Yeah. And son of a bitch, there was a fucking rabbit in the yard and it could not find its way out. You know, we have a fenced-in backyard. Yeah, yeah, of course. This rabbit got in somehow, but in a panic with a dog chasing it, it, it's running around, so, uh, it's banging against the fence. Olive eventually cornered it. Edie's a good girl. I'm like, hey, get away, and Edie immediately left him and came running back into the house. Olive did not listen to me. I had, to, We didn't even have her collar on yet. I had to grab her by the scruff of her neck and get her to let go of that rabbit and leave it, and then I took her back in the house. She was pissed. She was ready to bite me. She was very upset. I put her in the house, and she turned around, growling at me. And I shut the door. Cheryl's like, "What do I do?" And I was like, "Keep feeding them. Just she's fine. She wants the rabbit. Just, you know, get her over here. Give her a treat. Give her food. Whatever." I put on a big old glove that I use for grilling, and I t- picked this rabbit up and I took what? it away, I put oh, it, it died? in the garbage. Oh, it was dead. She killed it. Oh, I, yeah. I thought okay. she fucking
0: killed it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but we, she would have eaten it, and I didn't need that. Many so. of the dogs that I've had in my life, Foster's rescue, you know, ones, you know, they've, yeah, they've killed. Lucha. I just feel bad because this dog on a killed like a whole family of possums. So, yeah. like, so I, now, every, like, every
1: morning before we let them out, I'm like looking out there for rabbits. Like
0: You have to clap. I'm not I, clapping yeah. for you,
1: you gotta, yeah. Yeah, I
0: gotta woo,
1: woo, woo. chase them away. So here I am in my underwear. <laughs> there, you know, I'm out there like I just woke up and I'm
0: <laughs> trying to get this
1: fucking rabbit out of my dog's mouth. Drop it. Drop
0: it, you know. You know, that's probably like, I'm not trying to be weird, but that's probably like someone probably does have a kink where they're like, ooh, I want to see a guy in his underwear, a tall Northwoods man in his underwear. Her name is Cheryl. I married her. No, yeah. I'm talking about you. Like, oh. if, like, there's, like, you know, dudes out there that are, like, the kink of seeing, like, a big, tall dude, yeah. like, in his underwear, throwing away, like, dead rodents. Oh, that's a very specific kink. and I bet it's out there, though. I can comply. There's, there's, some we- there's some weirdos
1: out there, but... So, anyway, Amanda uh, gets away, doesn't eat the raw rabbit meat.
0: Yes, yeah, <laughs> but we're back with Fat Cop Winsor um, who's resting. His buddy, Loomis, comes oh, well, to... no, Amanda got caught. She ran. Yeah, she got, yeah, caught, she in got caught in sorry. another
1: trap. She's hanging upside down, and uh, Pitchfork caught up to her. Yeah, so, so that's, she's, I'm sorry. She did not get away from him. And she we tried. Got,
0: we get to Windsor, who's in
1: the hospital with Loomis uh, comes, sitting yeah. next to him.
0: He's like, we got to get... He needs his advice. Like, how do we stop this fucking monster? Yeah. And um, how do we going to save Amanda? And, like... Um did you know like he even went asked, like did we get him and he's like no but he got the little girl he and they're all calling to Amanda the little a little girl and I just don't Sorry, it doesn't man. It, well it doesn't it's I, I don't care. Like even talk Jody to, was like
1: Jody even said that's weird. Talk to Taryn Parsons. Why are you referring to her as a little girl? She's a college age woman. <laughs> like, she's what's older Andy? than college
0: age. I mean, yeah. she's definitely in her. you were home from college. To yeah. Visit well, okay, family. but you yeah. could be home. From, you could be. You could be in co- your yeah. twenties of college. She's in her twenties. I don't want to so get sure. in a fight, Andy. I'm not in a fight. I'm I don't want to fight before you. we go to a hockey game. I'm like I'm with not. You. I don't. <laughs> but I'm willing to just.
1: Move past
0: it. So okay. what? That's the lingo they use. Um, the end. <laughs> so it's really now just coming to you know culmination that yeah. they need to. You Loomis,
1: know. Loomis walks out of the uh, out of Windsor's room to meet one of these other local cops. I didn't get this guy's name. I didn't either. Well, he's I call him Good Cop for the rest of the movie. I think that's good. He's a he has the actual that's file. Good. He has the actual file on R.W. Rayburn, and he says he's doing this for Windsor because he says to Loomis like your jurisdiction stopped with that. That other escaped convict, dude. What do you? This is a whole new case. Loomis is like, I don't care about campfire stories and legends. I want the fucking real details. And this good cop says, in this case, it might be the same thing. You know.
0: Yeah, and this is what's cool because the as as Andy explained, you know, like Loomis is trying to get to the bottom of it. You know, like the good cop, which is a great is way to this call guy? him. Yeah, yeah. like, we got to find out who this pitchfork is. We need more of a backstory. So Loomis grabs some coffee and goes over all these the case studies of old Pitchy. The file. Pitchforks, yeah. Yeah. Starts to discover more and more relevant info on Rayborn. Um, He was a Klansman who loved his daughter.
1: He had a bunch of fucking KKK pictures.
0: Who was his daughter? Right here, I knew it involved Steven. Right here, I knew... You are a better man than me. I did not see that coming. You know, it's... I'm going to go and spoil it. Pitchfork is Steven's grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. The... Uh, daughter, the daughter that was Pitchfork Stephen's was so protective over yep. ends up being
1: Stephen's mom,
0: and uh, um, it's it's a backstory. It's kind of hard to follow in yeah. some aspects because he's just going through files, and really what it says is that uh, Pitchfork, the, the the farmer Rayborn, who's now Pitchfork, wanted to find his daughter, but the daughter was so hated living with the father, so she ran off with a man. Yeah, and I think that Loomis or the Rayborn thought his daughter ran off with a man of color. Ah, Did not
1: like this. Did not like it because he's a KKK guy. Yes. And so. There's even some old news footage of a sheriff saying that we've determined that she left of her own free will. And frankly, I'm glad that she got away from that home situation. So, whereas Rayburn, there's news headlines, Mm -hmm. uh, newspaper headlines saying, like, they don't want to find her and stuff like that. So, Rayburn obviously was trying to get the cops to look for her as if she's like involuntarily missing, but she was voluntarily missing. Yeah. She didn't want to be around an abusive father.
0: It was. It's really cool, too. Uh, mm-hmm. As Annie was describing, they go back uh, uh, some of these news headlines. He goes back and takes revenge on a lot of these cops. It says Sheriff H- Holt
1: was murdered. Slaughtered. Uh, killer still at large. And then Loomis, Detective Loomis looks up when he sees several guards kind of running past yeah, him. Yeah, cops, guards running. Hospital Something
0: is, something's amiss.
1: Because one of the deputies out in the field has radioed in I think we found her, the girl, and there's a slow-mo shot of Stephen crying. Yeah, because uh, he,
0: he's freaking out. He feel like he lost his girl and Amanda, his baby.
1: Yeah, they, they found a dead girl, and uh, Stephen thinks it's Amanda. Corey's sort of holding him back. He's freaking out. Then going Co- be very dramatic here.
0: And Corey then walks up to the nurse's station. Is this when he finds out that the nurse? Yeah, that- I
1: wrote this, I think, in parentheses. I did, too. He asks the desk about Terry. Nurse Terry, and they tell her, well, no, actually, we found her dead. Dead, yeah. You know, because Corey comes away with like a shocked and sad look on his face. So. I don't,
0: I don't know if I've mentioned this, Andy. Um, uh, have I mentioned uh, previously, maybe earlier that this movie sucks dunk balls? <laughs> it like might if, have come up. If you had, to, it's a, I got a question for you. This is a true story. Yes, please. If you had to watch this movie every hour, <laughs> you only get like a, to take a break for six hours, and you had to watch it. Would you rather watch this movie? Every day for a week or just take one quick lick of, of, um, of a, some donkey balls. Oh man! One quick lick. I mean, it just takes you half a second. The quick or, lick. Yeah. Or you have to watch this movie. Hundred no, percent. Yeah.
1: I'll just get the quick lick done and out of the way, and then I'll, I'll you know I'll gargle with some mouthwash, get w- the taste out. It's allowed. Know, because uh, I would whatever I got to do to avoid watching this movie once every six hours for a week.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, you'd only get a six-hour break to sleep, but when you wake yeah. up, you have to yeah, watch, watch it. Movie. Like you're sat in a room. I would lick the donkey balls. Say yummy, yummy in my tummy and not gargle. Ooh. You and can, you could fucking film it and yeah. throw it on TikTok or whatever. Sure. Just so I would have to watch this fucking piece of shit again. Yeah. Still not... Still? This final Exam? This
1: not as bad as some others. You're right. Final Exam's pretty bad. There's Hospital Massacre. But I, I want uh, to get back.
0: I want to... I'm ready to get back. Sledgehammer was terrible, so... Anyway, we have uh, <laughs> Windsor, Stephen, and Loomis go over the files on Pitchfork again. Yeah, um, they talk about endurance. I fast forward all that. Yeah, we got to endure.
1: Yeah, man. exactly.
0: And the Fat Cop has discovered something else. He's got to find Stephen.
1: Yeah,
0: he, he's got to find him. It, it's it's something that he he said he, he's like he, this boy needs to know. So yeah. eventually, he does find Stephen. Um, you know, I guess he's still kind of freaked out because he thinks Amanda's dead, but he's like, Steven, there was a wreck Christmas Eve. It was and I was burning, waiting for the yeah. fire department yeah. and got a, fa- got a notify. And one of my f- things I hate about most about the job is notifying the family. And then it cuts to Windsor talking to uh, Morgan. Yeah. And so he's probably telling him that her sister, his sister, died in the wreck. You think it was, I thought Steven's dad and Morgan nope. were brothers. Oh, it's the mom. Oh. I that's thought. what they said. Because they, Stephen says my my daddy is from down here, my mom is from up there. Yeah, that's and, he, I mean. and he's like, no, your mom was from down here. They tried it because they didn't want they didn't want Pitchfork the dad yeah. to know anything about his daughter, so they kind of reversed the story on him. They learned that the burning car crash where Windsor thought
1: he saw Pitchfork was the crash that yep. killed Stephen's parents. Um, Stephen's mom was Pitchfork's dad who escaped her abusive father, Uncle Morgan, and Stephen's dad. We're not brothers. No. That's what I thought. All right. No,
0: it's the mother. Um, mother, his mother and Morgan were uh, brother right. and sister. That's Even why, Stephen says, like, my parents hated it. That's why Morgan felt like, I got to take care of you because you're my sister's son and yeah. they're both dead it's now. Stephen said, like, my, my parents hated
1: this place. And yep. Windsor says, like, they didn't hate it. They were afraid of it. Yep. There you go. Um,
0: Wow. Really talk these, these podcasts really helped me kind of come yeah. see it a little more clear. But, um, Our boy Loomis this is uh, important.
1: discovers something else in the file yep. as well, and he tries calling uh, hot shot Deputy Dayton out in the field to tell him, you need to look under the house but Dayton doesn't listen and hangs up on him. So Loomis is like, we got to fucking get out there because he might be keeping her in some kind of weird crawl space yes. under, under the house.
0: He notices something in the file that says a three-story house where they only see a two-story house. Bum, Obviously, bum. There, there's a hidden third story probably underground. Thank God the assessor's office
1: was so thorough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, this is like... The, the city th-
1: assessor calls our house a three-bedroom house. Our house is two bedrooms. Where's the third bedroom? I don't know if they're assuming the basement, but it's not. You can't well, call your basement. Wa- Why a couldn't bedroom? I put up some drywall in your washer, washing room next to your office basement? Our, and our then... basement that d- d- doesn't have egress windows, so you cannot call it a bedroom. All right, nerd. That's the rules, buddy. I just play by. <laughs> that's the fucking government I don't telling play, me the rules. See, I don't play by the rules. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just saying we're paying taxes on what's supposedly a three bedroom house, and it's a two bedroom. So, hey, City of Milwaukee, if you're listening. <laughs>
0: they live in a two bedroom house. You know the mayor's listening to us. Wouldn't it be rad if we found out the mayor of Milwaukee listened to us? That would be so rad. That would be amazing. <laughs> so we get back to Amanda. She's alive, and she uh, is alive. She's being held in a makeshift crate below the house. Yeah. Um, Windsor. Uh, we flash back to Windsor. Just continue the story, what we're getting to is now. Hey, uh, Stephen, your mama was Rayborn's baby girl. Boom. Yep. So this Pitchfork guy, call him Papa. Call him. Call him Gramps. Grampy.
1: Grampy's. Um,
0: Grandpa's. So this is the back to the missing so girl. who's is a also of, like Uncle Morgan's dad.
1: What? Rayburn, this pitchfork. He's also Uncle Morgan's dad. Yep. Oh, I didn't. I guess I didn't piece that yet. You'd think Uncle Morgan would know. My dad was. Well, at the very mind. end, they say
0: there's more to the story. I mean, mm. th- th- this movie was half written by, like I said, of some goth kid who was like, who hangs out <laughs> like at fucking Dollar General and plays doing, fucking. Yeah, he was doing cocaine. No, they don't have meth. It. Meth when he wrote it. Ice. Down nice. there, they call it uh, cow patties. Gotcha. They call them. They call them caffeinated cow patties, and okay. that's that's how what they call meth. So we're back to this missing girl who's not Amanda. What you say is it's one of these girls that was fucking from the, the hayride. The hayride. They said she looks like she either died. dumb or yeah, beautiful. She, or, she
1: died the night before is okay. what they say. So it's just some other girl. I wanted to ask you, like, do we count her in the kill count? Who cares in this movie? Because apparently she died in Hayride One. So did you, count, you counter to then, didn't you? I don't know, because I didn't see her die on screen. Those are our <laughs> Let's rules. Let's counter on
0: this one. Okay, good. Um, I got her. <laughs> Loomis, ju- uh, so... Uh, Let's counter in this <laughs> Loomis is jumping into action, Andy, because he knows yeah. there's a hidden floor.
1: Yeah, we gotta um, go.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, He's going to run off, but hey, what I need you to do here, Steven, is you need to stay here with these cops because you're just in no mind to go help me. So he looks at a cop and says, hey, you keep an eye on this boy, Steven, here while I go take care of this hidden floor over at the yeah. Rayborn place. Meanwhile, so- Corey has already disappeared.
1: Well yeah but Windsor was like, you two you stay with these two, and he turns and Corey's gone already. And he's like, Well then you stay with him, Steven.
0: So Steven uh does not listen to this. He decides to punch the cop, steal his gun, and his pride. And uh (laughs) so he's off to save Amanda.
1: He gets out of the hospital, he meets up with Corey, who's already on the road in his truck.
0: Let's go get your girl, and so so really right now, Andy, we're getting towards the end of this movie. All the cops Thank God (laughs) Well said, brother. (laughs) Well said, brother. Uh, Thanks, all the cops science, and SWAT teams are at the. <laughs> What's that? I said, Thank science." As oh, yeah, Nick, as Nick would say, "Thanks, science." Thank God. Um, that's when I say when people sneeze, I go, "Science, you." Um, <laughs> All the cops and SWAT teams are at the farmhouse, at Rayborn's farmhouse. So they don't know about the secret underground floor. So that's why our good cops, Loomis, everyone, they're running uh, to the house. And this is what's funny. The SWAT team is going back in. Dayton's like, yo, let's do another Go breach. to the house. Yeah. Again. And he's like, we've already breached. We don't want to give up our, 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 our position. position. Yeah. We've already breached it. Why do we need to do it again? He's know. like, because I told you to. He's like, you don't give orders. He's like, motherfucker, I give orders today. So yeah. they gear up to go search the house again. There's four SWAT guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Well, I mean, Searching it's a small town.
1: Well, yeah. So they go and search the house. They start clearing the house. Night vision, every, all that shit. We see a quick shot of pitchfork busting out from under the house and grabbing his pitchfork to go on the hunt. It's uh, It's nighttime. Corey swings by his own house to quickly grab his own gun. I fast forward this. And he says, if I don't make it back tonight, burn this place. come down. back and burn this place to the ground. And Stephen's like, 10-4, good buddy. Smell my fingers. Smell my fingers. And uh, Amanda's down in the crawl space struggling. Um, there's two cops there you go. outside the Rayburn house in their car and they hear the radio say, house is all clear. We don't find anything. The house is all clear. Again. Again. And one of them's like, Good I'm gonna go out and take a piss yep. And suddenly he's uh, thrown on top of the car And the other one spills his coffee He's like what the hell He gets out and he sees his dead friend on top of the squaw
0: car and turns just in time for pitchfork to stab him in the neck. That is my diction. It would have been a pretty good one. It, no, it was a good. I, I wrote honorable in parentheses. Yeah. I mean, it's a good because the the pitchfork's in the neck. Yeah, and he's kind of jiggling. Like he's like, like jiggling it around. Yeah, he's getting he's jiggling that jugular. Let's yeah. put it that way. So um, I thought that, I thought that was That's an honorable. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. So Corey, back to Corey and Steven. they're getting to work. Yeah. Uh, Loomis is, Loomis has told them about the secret hidden basement floor, so they're on their way to find a man. Uh, so we're back to the uh, one of the other cops whose name I forget. Dayton. He's out- this was Dayton, wasn't it? Like, that it gets gutted? Yeah. Was I thought, it? I thought so. Maybe.
1: I mean, yeah, Dayton. Yeah, yeah hotshot Dayton gets out of his car <laughs> only to have Pitchfork pitchfork just jump out of the darkness and stab him a million times yeah. and throw him in his own trunk.
0: I know, but how does he get out of the trunk? Because he just manages to get out of the trunk. He's I hate a, this movie. He's a bad... <laughs> I, mean, Andy, I mean, I, I, I yeah. hope people are still with us. I hope
1: so too. It, it this all unfolds fairly quickly because, uh yeah, Dayton Corey uh, sneaks around, can't find anyone. Loomis comes up, says hands in the air, and Corey's like, "I was looking for the cops, but I can't find anybody. Like, yeah. none of the cops are around." Um, The good cop and Windsor pull up. Where is everybody? No one's answering the radio. What the fuck? Loomis says, "Corey, you go sit in the squad car." Corey's like, "Fuck that." Yep. Amanda.
0: Loomis wants to keep Corey out of harm's way, so but he doesn't know. Corey's like, "No, fuck that."
1: Amanda crawls around trying to find her way out in the crawl space. She sees Pitchfork skulking around. He grabs a rope and a lantern, and we cut to the SWAT team still going around the house. Yeah. For some reason, even though I thought they said it's all clear. Again, they're uh, still going around. Uh There's four of them. Um, I thought of uh, Corey finds. Um, this
0: is this is important. Corey, Corey finds, finds
1: Dayton. Deputy Dayton,
0: who's on been the, gutted. He's now on the, he, he's he's on the mani- ground. He's managed to get out of his trunk. Next to the squad
1: car. <laughs> Next to the squad car. Like, he's
0: gutted. He's like, shoot me. Shoot me. I, I can't lift
1: my gun to shoot myself. Yeah,
0: because he just wants to put him out of his misery. But Corey yeah. won't do it because he wants he wants him to die in his arms. Does he? So, yes, he says, well, won't you just please die in my arms? I fast forwarded. And, yeah. and and Dayton's like why? And he's like because I've always loved you. Yeah. And so, <laughs> as Dayton dies, he rests his head on his shoulder, and yeah. uh, Corey caresses his caresses uh, cheek cheap. and gives him one last kiss. <laughs> yep, that's that. Um, so, so
1: Deputy Dayton is dead.
0: More SWAT in the house. But so is Pitchfork. This is uh, Pitchfork is taking out the man. He kills- one SWAT at a time. <laughs> Get it?
1: Social commentary? I get it. I love it. Social commentary. Social commentary. In the darkness, uh, Pitchfork kills two SWAT guys. And in the process starts a fire because he throws his oil lantern yeah. at one of them. But there was four SWAT guys, Nick. So there's two SWAT guys that I don't know what happened to them. They,
0: they lost radio communication okay. so they're just fucking so going on.
1: They just ran off to go to the bar. I, guess. I don't <laughs> yeah. know where those guys went.
0: <laughs> I've got good news though uh, for you, Andy. Yeah. Uh, Amanda uh, escaped her entrapment. She did. Her little crate. She's trying to uh, really just escape the whole entire floor. Yeah, And she runs into Steven. Yay! yay. I, wrote, <laughs> I wrote yay, yay.
1: <laughs> And he's like, it's me, it's me. And they, oh my God, I'm so happy. And yeah. they end up crawling out but the... The house is starting to fill up with Wouldn't smoke. Wouldn't be funny if she got stuck. <laughs> and he's, he's like,
0: like, "I'll and help Steven's you out." Steven's like, I'll, "I'll get you." And
1: while he's pulling on let her, me pull
0: my pants. Let me pull your yeah, pants while off. While
1: he's pulling her, he starts. He just gets turned on, and he's like, "I guess I gotta, I guess I gotta have
0: sex." This with hayride you. too took a weird turn.
1: Yeah, weird turn. It's a different. It's a different <laughs> version. I think I downloaded the wrong hayride too. They. Uh, they get out.
0: But hey, right, three. Amanda gets Steven's stuck. like,
1: I got to go back. Corey's in there, and he would go back for me, and so yep. he's got to go back into the house, even though it's starting to fill up with smoke from that from that uh, oil lantern that Pitchfork had. Um, there you go. I jumped ahead a little bit. I'm not sure what happened or how, but Loomis, Detective Loomis ended up confronting Pitchfork. He's getting thrown around.
0: Yeah, he gets thrown around, but thrown Corey around comes and interrupts. So as Loomis is getting kind of beat up by this supernatural beast, Corey comes in and goes, yo. It's a tough scene. I mean, Corey is gets worked again, and I thought he was a goner here because he grabs the knife that Corey has and and guts Corey Pitch pretty fork. well. Pitchfork stabs yeah. Corey in the back yeah. several times. But again, it's a dinky little pocket it does, knife. I mean, it, I think it is. I mean, let me grab a dinky knife and it like does
1: let, damage. Yes. I'm not going to dispute yeah, that. But
0: especially if you just keep going at yeah, it because if blood you stab loss,
1: somebody 30, 40 times. Yeah. But it's a, seriously, it's like a little blade. But I mean, look blade. at the shanks that people use
0: in prison. Right. When I was in prison, no, I'm just kidding. I've never <laughs> been in prison.
1: Um, I don't want Corey's to say that. A to tough people motherfucker. Like, so yeah, Pitchfork stabs the shit out of
0: Cory and throws him on the ground. Yeah, but then we get back to Lucas, and this scene is really disturbing because Pitchfork, as we know, was a Klansman. Yep. So he takes a noose yep. and puts it around Loomis's neck and starts to Loomis you know, is black. I don't know if we mentioned yes, that. I don't think yeah, I, Detective I Loomis is I said takes a noose strings up Loomis, who is black, black. We did mention that earlier, because he he
1: was flagging down a car. Car. We're like a black oh, yeah, man in yeah, Alabama, go, yeah.
0: flagging down a car. But this, yeah. this was a powerful scene in the sense Very. that, because you know that he's a Klansman, and you know yeah. that that's just what he thought. That it's a good old lynching, baby. Yep. It, uh, that's what's going through Pitchfork's so mind. It, it's it's a, this scene drags on a little too bit, a little long, too much. Because I mean, Loomis is dying. I mean, death. he's choking yeah. to death. But here comes Steven, and uh, he tackles Pitchfork, allowing Loomis to. Fall down and fall catch down, his breath. breath. So Steven yeah. and Pitch, and I'm calling him Pitch. Hits him with a pitchfork. Yeah, I'm, call- I'm like, I'm hits call- Pitchfork with a pitchfork. I wrote that. I was like, uh, is able to pitchfork, pitchfork. He gets pinned. uh... Yeah, pitchfork
1: fights Oof. him off, uh, and a, <laughs> pitchfork starts to strangle Steven. We think Steven's going to get choked out, but he remembers good old Uncle Morgan's words. Yeah,
0: but he's also going. He's also going back his final thoughts. Like you know, like what are your he last sees thoughts? Amanda. He sees her OnlyFans account. He sees <laughs> Uncle Morgan. I bet he sees the baby. You know, he sees all this great shit There's that a made quick him fall. Shot of over. Amanda's feet. Like, oh God, I love those. <laughs> There's a. <laughs> There's a quick shot of her farting in a
1: jar. A quick shot of Steven's stepmom <laughs> in a, stuck in a dryer. He's like, "What's going on there?"
0: All these fond it's memories of, Stephen of things. Steven
1: sniffing this jar, S- sniffing a jar of farts. <laughs> it's it's his the happiest moments of his life flashing before his eyes, while pitchfork strangles him. But then, <laughs> in all seriousness. Like, Suddenly, Stephen hears uh, Uncle Morgan's words of wisdom. Yes, there you go. The only monsters that you have to fear are the ones that walk on two legs. And he realizes <laughs> Pitchfork's got a knee that's injured from probably the ambulance crash. Yeah. He, re- he kicks him in the fucking knee, takes him down. Pitchfork lets him go and is down on one knee. Because obviously if his knee's now, like, dislocated or whatever, he's not moving. Brings Pitchfork to his level. And Stephen does the little quiet, like... The house is on fire around him, and he's like, I'm not afraid of you anymore. And he reaches out and peels off like good. half of the burlap mask. We see good, half. Pretty cool shot. And we see half of Rayburn's yeah. real face, mm-hmm. and he's like grotesque, like, I'm an old man. I would have got away with it. Two of you were you meddling kids. kids. And um, Pitchfork has a shard of glass. In his hand, and he's about to stab Stephen with, but all of a sudden. Pow pow, 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 pow! Corey! It's Corey! To the rescue! he's okay. He shoots him dead from behind. And, uh. Brothers! The boys escape as the house burns down. They grab Loomis. They do. They grab Detective Loomis so, and
0: escape. This is my thing. So they, they they get out of the burning home. Is he dead, is the question, but who gives a fuck? Because my guess, they don't say four years later, but my guess is we fast forward four years it's later. It's a few. Yeah, it's definitely a few years
1: later because Corey's got, um. Corey and Steven uh, are having beers by the river. Next to
0: a river, they're talking, bonding. I'm yeah. glad you didn't burn the place down. Do you Me still too, keep in brother. touch with Loomis? Yeah. yeah oh, he, Loomis uh, had, had a baby. baby? Well, his wife did. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's a and baby girl coming running, running up a little girl running around. Name yeah. Morgan.
1: And this is Steven's daughter. Morgan. They named her Morgan.
0: They all live in a peaceful, uh, they all live in peace at what I assume is Uncle Morgan's farmhouse. Right. They redo it. They have a poly relationship, I'm guessing, where they <laughs> I all, don't think that's the I think, you know, they just share Amanda and Amanda <laughs> is enjoying that.
1: I don't think that's, they're a throuple. Yeah, they're two a cousins and, a, and Amanda. yeah
0: so uh, wait, but it's Progressive Alabama, progr- ladies Progressive and Alabama, ladies and poly gentlemen. relationships happening on Uncle Morgan's farmhouse. <laughs> Everything looks good until all of a sudden, here comes a, uh, a burnt leg that steps into the scene, into the frame, and uh, we assume it's maybe Pitchfork, but we don't know Andy because credits begin That's to roll. Credits, yeah, roll credits, as Andy would say. One. Um...
1: Right next to the old Captain Morgan's Hayride sign, which is still laying on the side of the road. Four years later,
0: still laying there. On a scale of two pitchforks covered in semen to 12 pitchforks covered in semen. Why do
1: they have to be covered in semen? Because I don't
0: What I mean, because it's just... Why
1: is everything covered in semen? (laughs) I
0: mean... I want to go back to the last three episodes in a row. Four episodes in a row,
1: whatever. It's always... DeLorean covered in semen. It was fucking...
0: (laughs) Well, just answer me this: uh, What was the scale again? Two pitchforks covered in semen or twelve pitchforks? To covered 12? T- to twelve to oh, two to twelve. Probably gets like a three. I'm giving it three. three and a half. I'm giving no. I'm not doing half a pitchfork covered three. in semen. I'll give it three pitchforks covered in semen, just because I think there was some cool uh, components to it, like how they leave yeah. off. So, three pitchforks uh, covered in semen. The, the gore factor was stepped up by maybe like a half a notch. A half a co- pitchfork you know, covered in
1: semen. Yeah, the the gore. The gore. Yeah, half like a pitchfork. You covered said up. if we're gonna do sequels, they got to be gorier. They got to be crazier. They did that
0: little bit, yeah. little
1: bit. The cop getting stabbed right in the throat you know but they also the had a good one and the first
0: things. one they had the um i like that uh the first hey ride hey ride hey ride two two slices um, i like the uh <laughs> i like the cops neck being snapped but yeah why don't we just uh we don't need to take a break I, i'm really ready I, I always get interested in these kill counts that okay you know are you ready do we know what we're watching next week? Oh, do we do that? I thought we'd do a kill con then we do next week. Yeah, but do we know what we're watching well, next maybe week? Well we should take a break. Well, let's take a break. Cool. <laughs> and that was Hayride Two. Hey
1: ride. Hey Ride Two. Two slices? Did you want two? Yeah, hey two ride. slices. Two <laughs> hey, That was that, we're really beating that one to death. <laughs> we're gonna go to we're going to the Admiral's hockey game tonight. And I think uh at one point you will probably be fifty feet ahead of me and I'll be like, Hey Nick Two Two And uh that's what we'll do. Hey Nick. And nobody'll know what we're talking about. Oh. Just call me Ride tonight. Hey Ride, hey
0: Ride, two. Hey, I, I'm really stoked about this kill count because okay. I know the last one was kind of uh, the hey, hey Ride first one was. Kind yeah, of there was like 21. Up. Yeah, so let's movie. let's let's jump in this one. See what it, we'll see what All you right. get, brother. So. Uh EMTs The
1: EMTs Died In the first part of the movie Two EMTs Followed by our Security guard Just going out for a cigarette And the orderly Who went out looking for him Um Brown face <laughs> The brown face painted janitor <laughs> Got uh Smashed against a pipe. Uh, poor Nurse Terry just tried to bond with Corey. I uh, know. She just uh, she got gutted. Um, random other random nurse had her neck snapped. Yes! And Amanda took off yes! her. Yes. Another random security guard who fired shots at, at uh, Pitchfork. He got killed. Um, the rabbit. Uh, there you go. He took good. the rabbit out of the trap. The rabbit its definitely neck. counts. Uh, some other random girl that apparently was killed the night before. Yep, there you we go. Counted her. Good. 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 Two more. Random cops outside the house. Uh, One of them dropped or slammed against the top of the squad car, and the other one had his throat stabbed by the pitchfork. Um, Officer Dayton stabbed repeatedly and shoved in the trunk, followed by two uh, SWAT team members. One, two, three, four, five,
0: six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. I'm counting. I like it. See what? See, that's what I mean. Great amount of kills. No blood, no boob, no body parts, no, like, I mean, come on. But anyway, I'm so. uh, I'm glad I'm glad uh, I, we always have to do this sequel, whether we don't. This one was yep. uh, tough, though, uh, students of the youth. So thanks <laughs> for uh, staying with us. Want to go ahead and bring this up too, Andy? I'm excited about next week because we have decided to go back to what we did as, as we started, as we became more than friends, as we became lovers. <laughs> when we always say 1977, 1988, we are going back to the 80s to yeah, do a maybe. movie that I believe was done in '81, and yeah. it's one hour 28 minutes. Yes. Night School. Night School!
1: Not, um... I think there was one called Night School tar- starring uh, Kevin Hart. That was uh, Summer School. No. Um, Talisha, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, I, I don't know. is not that called Night School? Anyway, this is not that. Uh, night, <laughs> night School. More, more like Night Drool. 1981. Who's been decapitating innocent <laughs> girls at a local night school? The police are baffled. That's That's the... IMDb synopsis.
0: Why don't you go watch it with us before we uh, drop this episode? Please. uh, uh, And you can follow along, have some fun, join in however you want to do it. Uh, Andy and I really uh, appreciate, uh, you know, more people, the merrier kind of thing where we get to know each other and, uh, you know, drop off some keys in the hat and let's have some fun. Hey, before we dip out, Andy, I, you know, just always like to just give shout outs to our friends uh, who we really seem to communicate on socials. You could be our friend too if you just reach out to us. Of course, our friends across the pond in uh, Lake Michigan, uh, Extreme Horror Replay Podcast.
1: Yeah. Ben and Nancy.
0: Ben and Nancy. If you guys are getting close and listening to our voice, you think let Ben us and Nancy know.
1: have at least made out to our voices? Yes. You think? I think so too. They're um, so cute. Let's They're give it up
0: for Stabby Stabby Podcast. They yeah. are uh, uh, great uh, friends that we have uh, become bond. We have bonded with, of course, our uh, good friends Macabre Daily, which I have kind of neglected. Lately, but I'm definitely reached out. I'm definitely going to start getting back in that. You know who else I want to mention too? Who I haven't nice. heard of in a while? Fans of the Dead. Me neither. So if you're yeah. listening, man, reach out to us. Let us know what's going on. Yeah. But. Um, this guy's down in Illinois, right? Weren't they down in Rockford? No, they're in
1: Michigan. Fans of the Dead? I thought no, they were. No, Fan. Oh,
0: they're out what, out east. East, yeah. Fans, fans of the Dead. No, you're like thinking way of out east. that. Uh, our, that was right when we started. The Terror three... Twins. Terror... No, Terra Twins are in L.A. God they...
1: damn it. Who am I thinking of?
0: You're thinking of Corey and uh, yeah. the. I forget the name of the podcast. It was done a while ago. I don't sorry. think they were mad. But yeah, they've had Corey two... and Dal- Dalton. No, Dalton's terror twins. Oh, Travis and Dalton are terror I'm Twins. I'm so sorry to everybody. Yes. We're terrible at all this. <laughs> Nick runs the social media. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you should let me. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah. Uh, Dalton, they got to get back. They were fucking yeah. hilarious too. They would, yeah. you know, they would go off on some beer tasting and then also get into the dive into some great horror movies. So, right. love to all of you. Um, hit us up if you need anything, want anything, uh, want to discuss anything. Please, uh, if you have any ideas for content that you want to see on our OnlyFans, please hit us up. <laughs> uh, so that was that. Um, night school. Check out night school
1: next week. Night week, one. Hayride's all done. The hayride is over. Hey ride we're thinking uh, we're thinking christmas so until next time <laughs> class dismissed later,
0: later.